Hi, I'm Oliver Burquez, co-founder of 40 Fit, and welcome to the Brain, Brawn and Business podcast. It's a four at four series, which is a new feature I'm doing on the podcast where I get an expert guest on to offer four tips and advice in their specialist area at 4 p.m. Tips around business, fitness, mindset and performance. The episodes will be aired exclusively live on my social pages and my Brain, Brawn and Business Facebook group with the podcast episode released a few days later. With the current coronavirus epidemic upon us and everyone having to isolate and work from home, now more than ever, it's important to look after your physical and mental health. And I want this podcast to support everyone to do that. Episode is coming up now and I hope you all enjoy it. Hi podcast, welcome back to another episode of the 4 at 4 Brain Brawn and Business podcast with myself, Oliver Burquez. My guest today is Claude Sargent and Claude's company is Rehabilitation and Movement Therapy and he's CEO of 360 Health as well. But Claude's been in the health and fitness industry since 99 and he's studied from the best holistic health practitioners, medical doctors and physical therapists in the world. So to have him on as a guest with his extensive knowledge was really valuable and the advice and tips he shared, which will really help your physical and mental well-being in the current coronavirus epidemic, I think it's going to be really valuable from the episode. Key takeaway you can get from it was he looks into correct breathing mechanics for healthy lungs and hormones, the nutrition that you can have to clear intolerances and allow healthy breathing pathways Good posture for inducing proper secretions and functional of internal organs and look at gut microbiome for overall health. So yes, yeah, some really, really practical um, points covered from Claude in the episode, which I know you're going to get value from and um, I think it can really help at the moment. So yeah, that's what's coming up in the episode. I hope you all enjoy it and going into the episode recording now. How are you, mate? How's yeah, yeah, yeah. good, thank you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. interesting because uh, a lot of my clients have been asking me, um, what am I doing at this time? You know, and when I, I mean, what can you do when you're locked down if you're not, you know, treating people online, speaking to people online, whatever it is, answering emails. So it's just a good time to take time out to read, study, learn, whatever it is. So it's all positive within the negative, so to speak, you know? Yeah, we have to, it has to be the positive, trying to find the positive within the negative anyway, doesn't it, you know? That's right, yeah. um, and what about you? What things are you doing for your health at the moment in terms of training? How's your training looking? How's your yeah training? Good. Um, I've bought uh, some dumbbells. Um, it's quite interesting at this time though. They, they stick another zero on the price tag because they know that everyone's buying you know physical instruments to, for home to stay fit, right? Um, so it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm just doing my workout, staying fit, um, going outside into the garden. Jumping around, running around, getting vitamin D, which I'll talk a little bit about later. But yeah. Yeah, good. And how do you, um, so in terms of, so, so give some, give a little bit more context. Obviously, I introduce your, your businesses, your companies. Give a little bit more context about, I suppose, what you do, Claude, and, and just some, in a way, you, you know, your, I suppose, your, your expertise and your quals to get to the point of, you know, what, so people understand a little bit more. Yeah, sure. So like at the beginning, uh, I own Claude Sargent Rehabilitation Movement Therapy, which is based on number one Harley Street. I'm the CEO of 360 Health, uh, which is a consultation company, consultancy company. Uh, I've got partners in India, Mohan Eleni and um, Marco Trobe in Switzerland. We've got a place in Switzerland as well. Um, well, we consult anything about health, 
but at the moment we're doing a lot around COVID-19, uh, COVID-2 uh, testing. Um, we'll look at stem cell therapy for ARDS. Uh, we've got good links in Switzerland uh, and Slovenia, as well as, as other places around the world. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're all quite busy. Yeah, it's good. Helping people. Helping people, indeed. Yeah, great, great. So, um, and in terms of like the four or four today, so so could you could you sort of maybe just list two or three things that you were going to sort of cover within the topic today, and then and then lead into them, mate. And I'll, I'll probably just ask a few questions as and when things come up. Slightly different because obviously we've done a podcast before, and it was you know slightly different. But yeah, just, I know we're going quite specialist today in terms of focal focusing on some areas. Yeah, sure. So we discussed. Um, so I'm going to talk about breathing. Um, let's say on a holistic level. So breathing is just a, a mechanical entity, I suppose. You don't really have to think about it. It's innate. It's driven by the central nervous system. Um, but I'm just going to show you how to tweak it to keep your lungs, your diaphragm, everything in terms of health in check with very, very simple analogies uh, and simple ways to keep them healthy, especially around this time. Because um, I know we've all heard around the news that people who are um, – What's the word? Uh, the PC word. Who are who are surviving or going through the COVID virus, um, and the people who have been on the other side, you know, who have passed, they have generally been not as healthier as they should have been, right? So I'm just here to tap into something that's very, very simple and practical that you can apply straight away to keep your immunology up, um, and another insight into breathing and how not to breathe. Yeah, great, brilliant, mate. So. Take the floor, bud. Have, yeah. yeah. So the first one, I know we've all heard about it. I'm just going to talk about gastrointestinal health on a very basic level, but just is digestible um, and you can all understand it. So if you think of the gut bacteria, the microbiome, um, it's 80% of your immune system, which is key. Um, and within the gut bacteria, within the gut microbiome, you've got to have good balance between the good and the bad. And if you've got good balance, you can create uh, neurotransmitters serotonin and dopamine now we all know that they're the feel-good you know hormones that make you smile and make you happy uh, and make you function but to me they prioritize the main hormonal pathways so what i'm saying is that if your gut bacteria is depleted from like poor nutrition like chemicals or foods that not isn't organic you know colors additives uh cheap sodium chloride you know, amalgamated, synthesized with certain things just to make the, feel, the, the food taste good, the organic bacteria within the gut lining will be depleted. And so therefore, you'll be depleted in hormones. You'll be depleted in thyroid hormones. So your immune system gets taxed just by eating the incorrect foods, right? Um, and also on top of that, 25% uh, or around 25% depends on what, you know, clinical research you read, but the thyroid hormone has to be converted in the gut, right, to be utilized for energy, which is T3. So then you think of some of the people who are hypothyroid. Um, they're not as healthy as the person who has, you know, an abundance of energy, right, who can create ATP, um, who can just do physical things around the house, whatever it is, right. Um, and also within the gut bacteria, or within the villi, so if you think of the gut, you have little hair-like structures called the microvilli. And within these villi, uh, you create enzymes. So you create sucrase, 
um, lactase and lacteals. So sucrase obviously is an enzyme that breaks down sugar. Lactase is an enzyme that breaks down lactose, um, milk sugars or dairy products, and lacteals breaks down fats. So if you think of those three analogies, a lot of people are sugar intolerant or they go a bit nuts you know, after taking sugar or they're dairy intolerant or they are... Um, uh, you know, they have a hard time breaking down fat, right? But if you just replenish and heal the gut uh, through certain healthy supplements and trying to eat organic foods, so you, you stop all the chemical influxes coming in, synthesized chemicals, then your gut can function better, right? So your immune system then goes up. Um, also, the gut microbiome produces things like uh, uh, vitamin B12, which is good for your nerves, your central nervous system. Um, and then vitamin K, which is good for your blood um, and creating healthy bones. Um, so there's quite a lot of things that go on in the gut rather than just, you know, ingesting food and detoxifying, etc. Um, but also, if you, so if you continually barrage your, yourself with things like, you know, I don't know, Domino's Pizza, McDonald's, cheap foods, um, what I like to say, inorganic foods. Um, you will blunt the villi, you'll blunt these structures, and then you deplete all the enzymes. And then I'm sure you've heard, Ollie, about leaky gut syndrome or yep. hypermobility, hyperpermeability of the gut. So if you think of, if you think of the gut wall, it's like this. It should be like this, but when you barrage it with foods uh, and uh, food pathogens, it tends to stretch, and then you get a porous gut. And so these foods that are sort of um, synthesized in factories and, and aren't organic and the body can't break them down, they sort of pass through the gut wall and they circulate into the bloodstream. And then you have like detoxification issues, you have digestive issues, you have um, poor immunology, you know, your body gets stressed consistently uh, and then your HPA axis or your, hyper, um, what's your hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis gets taxed. So you release a lot of stress hormone consistently. Um, so people always wonder, why am I so tired? Why do I feel like crap? You know, why is my posture gone? Why have I always got a runny nose? Why do my eyes always tear up? You know, certain things like that, when it's quite simply to do with the gut. It's always, you got to look at what you eat, when you eat it, where you get the food from. Um, there are a lot of great organic farms out there, especially now during this time um, that we order from. Um, there are quite a few of them. I, I should uh, actually send them through to you after this, Ollie, if you want. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll add it, in, add it into the show notes. I think, you know, I always do that anyway. So what are you saying then? From a, If people can see afford to and, and do it the right way, or eating organic is a huge, a huge impact on health right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, first of all, because we're uh, – you know, we're generally stuck at home. I've got quite a lot of um, messages from my clients saying I'm feeling a lot more lethargic than normal. I mean, that's, of course they are, because ideally you're not moving as much, right? Because some people might not have gardens. I have no idea if they do. They might be small. Um, they're not getting out. They're not walking around. They're not walking to work or, you know, etc. They're not going to the gym. Um, and they're always indoors. And a lot of, um, Properties in England are quite dark inside. Um, and what happens is that when, when rooms are dark, when you put a heat in, in dark or, or you, you cut out a lot of natural light, 
uh, it can induce melatonin secretion, right, from the pineal gland and the gut. So melatonin, as you know, we all might know, you know, induces sleep, induces rest, and makes you a little bit sleepy and weary. So the thing is, I told my clients to try and get out. You know, even if it's 20, 30 minutes, if you don't have a garden, sit outside on your doorstep, you know, and just absorb the sun. Because along with saturated fat, cholesterol, you need vitamin D to create hormones. Um, yeah, just to stay healthy. And also, you know, everyone feels good with a bit of color under their skin, right? Um, so, that, so that's key as well. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is... Uh, Can I just ask, mate? If, if, sorry, Claude, just going to say, just question. That, that if, if people can't get organic and do that, is there any foods to like really important to add into your diet right now, any foods to not have into your diet right now? Is there any any food? Yes and no. I mean, it's quite obvious, isn't it? I mean, we all know veg is important and, you know, lean forms of meat yeah, yeah. and processed food. But is there anything you say, you know, this is definitely yes and a, obviously a real void? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> fruits and a lot of good water. Um, and try and keep it seasonal. For example, uh, England's quite known, uh, quite well known for apples, I guess, right? But uh, if you go to the fruit section, you look at apples. We got them from Peru, Argentina, Spain, uh, California, it, and, and you know, then we got the English. I think it's Cox's apples right in the corner. It makes no sense. So try and keep it seasonal, uh, particularly, especially if you're British, if you're in, in in England. Yeah, and just stay away from the basics. You know, um, like all the processed foods, foods in cans. Um, but also keep your plate very colorful and keep alternating your foods. So, for example, if you've had a, if you've had a chicken and salad uh, for lunch, don't have chicken or salad or that type of lettuce or whatever the salad was for the next couple of days. You know, have uh, you know beef for the next meal, uh, potatoes. And, and why, is that, you know, why is that important, Claude? Why would that be important? It's important. So you're getting the best of everything. You're getting the best of nutrient, you know, all nutrients. So you're keeping it varied. And also, if you continually eat the same thing, your body rejects it, so you become intolerant to it. Because on a, on a simple level, you've got enough of that vitamin or that mineral, you know, so your body sort of starts to reject it. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> great, mate. Um, Perfect. Should you go on to the next point? Yeah, go on yeah. to the next point, buddy. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so just very quickly, uh, going back to that, in terms of the gut microbiome when you when you eat something that creates an intolerance or an inflammatory response you can induce forward head posture right so if you think of the mucosal lining or the mucosal barrier it's like a, a sticky lining that goes from your mouth all the way down to your excretory parts like your your anus okay so what happens is that if that gets inflamed or irritated it starts to expand or it starts to get bigger so it, it detracts from actual organic breathing. So the only way to breathe is to throw your cranium or throw your head forward, right? And then you start to mouth breathe, right? Now, this is very important to know because when you mouth breathe without doing like a marathon or anything, if you, you've just walked, I don't know, three steps to the kitchen and you're mouth breathing, that shouldn't happen, right? Because what happens is that you induce hyper hyperventilation. So you lose a lot more carbon dioxide than your body should. Um, and then that leads to a whole biochemical imbalance within the body, like pH levels, things like that, which again can detract from health, homeostasis. Um, you can induce anxiety 
Um, you can uh, stress out the HPA axis again. You know, you, you stimulate or you mobilize a lot more cortisol within the system. And too much stress hormone in the body, purely from mouth breathing alone, can make your body very uh, weakened state. You, you weaken your immunology. Okay, because you need good oxygenated blood for muscles, for tissues, for excretory issues. Right, so always breathe through the nose. Now, when you breathe through the nose, right, right behind the brow at this level, you have what's called the sphenoid sinus. Okay, and just behind that or neighboring that, you have the pituitary gland. Now, the pituitary gland is part of the stress or part of the hormonal glandular system. Right, it's got it's got key um, a key part in producing hormones, especially the stress hormones. Now, you want to make sure you breathe through the nose to cool that down. So, if you cool it down, you keep it at a good temperature. So you know, for it to function well. If it overheats, you can get sinusitis. But then if you move into the sphenoid sinus, sphenoid sinus particularly uh, creates um, or produces nitric oxide. Now, nitric oxide um, has a vasodilatory effect on the lungs. So if you breathe through the nose, you induce a great capacity, uh, you induce a great lung capacity. Right, so the lungs have to, you know, expand and contract as well as the diaphragm helping it as well, right? So it's like a huge mechanism for breathing. Now, the thing is, if you breathe through the mouth, clinically, I can't remember the research, um, uh, sorry, who did, who did the re some great research, but they said that if you breathe through the mouth, you can lose up to a third of your lung capacity. Or you, and you, sorry, you utilize about one third of your lung capacity, which is at the top. Okay, so it's closer to your, your throat, I guess, your trachea. And the rest of it becomes sort of uh, static. It's a, I think it's called respiratory stasis. You know, you don't utilize it. So it's a great breeding ground for bacteria. Um, and then, you know, you have uh, people that cough a lot, trying to remove, remove mucus from the lining of the mucosal barrier. Um, you get throat infections, chest infections, and this is key for ARDS, which is um, acute respiratory distress syndrome, which is part of the COVID-19 issue, right? If you have that, it's not great. So you've got to make sure you take into account what I'm saying so you can fix a lot of stuff, okay? Um, what else is there? Um, nitric oxide also decreases inflammation, which is very important, right? So what I'm saying with uh, forward head posture is that people, a lot of the heads migrate forwards and then they breathe through the mouth, right? Um, and as exercise professionals, um, therapists, you want to make sure this guy comes back, close your mouth, breathe through the nose. If you can't breathe through the nose and it's all blocked up, normally with snot or whatever it is, always look at what you're, you're eating, what, you, what you're ingesting. Because if, you, if you're secreting a lot of snot, you know, if you're completely blocked up here, A, you're not breathing well, but uh, B, you've got an intolerance that creates inflammation within the body. Okay, so that, that that's also very important. Does that make sense, Ollie? Yeah, really good. So if someone is snotty and stuff and they've maybe got inflammation or so, how, how, you know, without getting tests and stuff, is there anything, is it a case of analyzing food? Yeah, what yeah. tips could you maybe do or suggest to people if they're having that issue? Yeah, very good point. So if you think of the, the, the key, um, key inflammatory agents, so you think of gluten, right? you think of dairy, um, and you think of sugar and alcohol. Um, 
I mean, alcohol might be tough because I'm sure there are a lot of people right now drinking <laughs> themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Ideally, gluten is a big, big thing um, because it actually unadulterated natural wheat, there's nothing wrong with it. Gliden, there's just nothing wrong with it, right? But it's when um, you start spraying it with specific pesticides, Roundup or um, uh, glyphosate, it just irritates the lining of the gut because it's it's a synthesized chemical idea and we can't ingest it nor break it down and excrete it right so yeah gluten intolerance you can get migraines headaches eye fatigue jaw pain blocked up here constipation bloated guts very very common mid back pain um yeah so would you put a lot of people's issue you know a lot of these breathing issues down to gluten would you say that's going to be the big one for people claude yeah that could be yeah, that could be part of it Exactly, because the thing is, we all have to understand that if we if we eat things like gluten or an inflammatory issue, um, it's not just a case of blocking, you know, the throat, the trachea, the nasal passages, breathing incorrectly, but it it stimulates a stress hormone which depletes a lot of other good hormones that comprise of you know a healthy immune system. So you've got to look at the whole picture. Um, I mean, you can cut out gluten, but if you're going to bed at like 3 a.m. every night, it's not going to help things. You know, you're not going to repair as such because there are certain organs that go through rest periods as well. They have specific circadian cycles as well. Um, so think of everything. You know, the easiest thing you can do is yeah, cut out gluten, um, dairy, sugars, and alcohol, right? And try that for 90 days and see how you feel. See if you can remember things better. Are you, are you sleeping better? Do you have more energy? Um, has your skin cleared up? Are you not so constipated? You know, it, it's 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 quite simply cancelling things out if you don't want to get tested by labs or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if people and I think if people start eliminating some stuff, I mean, for some people they might be thinking, "Wow, so I'm going to have to eliminate all of that." It's quite a lot. But I think what's what I think maybe people could do is. You know, just eliminate something to start with because yeah. Yeah. might just be eliminate one thing makes a difference to their energy levels, their concentration, their sinuses, or, what, or these little things. You might notice a difference, and that might just be all the tweaks needed. So rather than think, oh, my God, I've got to be perfect. I've got to count sugar and alcohol and gluten, all of that. Maybe start with one, see yeah. how that goes, and then, and then, like you say, over a period of time, just slowly, um, you know, eliminate more. No, I, think, I think it's got to be a balance to this as well. And I'll try and say it to people as well. Like the perfect lifestyle is really hard to sustain. So for people maybe listening to taking on board and thinking, okay, right. So yeah, breathing, we can do better. Um, certainly with, you know, the food we're eating, you know, I can mm -hmm. reduce sugar, reduce alcohol, maybe eat some little bit of organic, you know, reduce gluten. If you progressively just get a little bit better, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be perfect. That's right. That's going to make an impact to people's health yeah. hugely, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you're absolutely right. Very dependent on the person's personality as well. So if you're if you're anxious or you're stressed, you know, you've got five kids, you've got a huge business to run, you've got projects, you know, on, all on the go, then don't do all four, thing, four or five things at once because that will induce a, a stress response on the HPA axis once more. So, yeah, just like you said, that's a very good point, Ollie. Just like you said, just detract it and just drop one out if you can. You know, and if it yeah. doesn't happen all the time, at least, you know, 30, 40% of the time, then work up through that. 
Yeah, yeah, great. And then if someone's, I mean, if 90 days, I mean, if someone's, it's quite a lot. I mean, is it like, would 30 days work and then they could reintroduce that food to see if it did have an impact? I mean, is there a, is there a shorter period that maybe someone could get a, I suppose you're trying to get a bit of data really, you know, yeah. track that, what you're doing, measure it over a period of time and see what the impact was. That's it. I mean, a lot of times when I see clients, they look, if you haven't changed anything and you're still in pain or you're still overweight or you've still got issues you know, with your menstrual cycle, whatever it is, then you have to change something. You know, And, yeah, it's incrementally or some people come to me and say, look, I'm all yours. Let's do it all right now. And they're great, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Some people are, are too stressed, or they have too much, you know, baggage that they can't implement everything at once. So it has to be structured one at a time. Indeed, yeah. Cool. So, so, so you spoke about obviously the inflammatory foods there to to limit, reduce. So you spoke about breathing there. Um, obviously, through your nose, talking to that, and um, obviously the start thing about organic food and digestion. Anything else that you want to? Is there any other bits you wanted to sort of go on to, mate? Yes, yes. Posture. Sorry? Posture. Posture. So, you know, when, all, when our parents, you know, when we were younger said, you know, posture, posture, posture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was absolutely true. But I'm obviously going to come in from another angle as opposed to just, you know, um, aesthetics. So when you think of posture, um, today we live in a society where we have technology, you know, coming out of our ears. So we're all on our phones or we're all on our laptops iPads, whatever it is, relying on the sofa in funky positions. Um, everything is just so easy for us these days. You know, even we, we don't even have to go to restaurants. We just call them up and they'll bring it to us. We don't even have to leave the house ideally. Um, <clears throat> so there's that, the technology response, but also poor exercise prescription. I'm going to get to my point later, but I just want to build it up. So poor exercise prescription. Um, we live in a society where everyone wants to look ripped. Like, so for the guys, nice lean chest, six pack, great thighs. Um, so we do a lot of what's called the flexor chain exercises, you know, everything that flexes the body or brings you to the midline and forwards. So, you know, we do a lot of bicep curls, chest workouts, sit-ups and squats, things like that. That induces tight muscles on the front of the body and draws us forwards. Right now, in terms of, if you think of us migrating forwards in the ribcage, dropping a few degrees forwards anteriorly. So if you think of the ribcage being a bucket full of water and you tip the water out the front, if you think of the anterior ribcage or the lower ribs or the, the ribs on the front of the body, they will tip forwards and they can clamp down and create um, issues with things like the diaphragm, um, the lung capacity, heart rhythms, all sorts of things, right? Because if you think of the internal organs, they're all held up by suspensory ligaments, right? So you have the heart, you know, you have the lungs, you have the diaphragm, the liver, the stomach, the pancreas, the gallbladder, the spleen. Now, if you just tip the bucket forwards a little bit, there's no movement of the lungs, there's no movement of the diaphragm, right? And they all start to compartmentalize. They all start to drop on top of each other. Right. So if you think about the respiratory system, you could, we can do this right now, Oli. So what I want you to do is just make sure we can see your face, but just drop into really bad postures. So just drop your ribs down as much as you can. Okay. 
Now take a big deep breath, as big as you can. And then exhale, okay? Right now, sit up straight. Just accentuate your posture. Lift the chest, draw the head back. Now do the same thing. Inhale as much as you can. And exhale. So that's a very simple, practical analogy. You can see that your breath is longer. Your ribs can expand, meaning that your lungs can expand three-dimensionally. They're meant to go to the side, forwards, and the back. And then you have the diaphragm underneath that can go up and down, right? Can relax and contract. So that is a healthy respiratory system. But if you're slightly dropped, you limit the movement of the lungs. The diaphragm gets completely locked down and static, right? But on top of that, below, you know, below the, below the liver, you know, you got the stomach, you got the gallbladder, you got the spleen. So you, clinically, you can get things like gastric stasis because the, everything piles down onto the stomach. So you limit hydrochloric acid. It's called hypochlorhydra, right? You limit acid coming out of the guts being secreted. Sorry, secreted out of the stomach to break down your foods, right? That gets depressed. Um, there's all, also biliary stasis, meaning that you can't break down fat because your gallbladder is squished. You know, people just think when you go to the gym, you're just working muscles. But if you think that, that's completely incorrect. You know, you're, you're strengthening your circulatory system, yes. You're strengthening the balance of your organs. You're strengthening gastric releases, um, hydrochloric acid. It's just a whole host of things, right? But for this, yeah, specifically, just think about, yeah, the respiratory system. Yeah, your lungs have to expand this way and that way, and your diaphragm has to go up and down. It's like if you have a building, right, and you tip it this way, and, you know, how's the lift going to work? It's going to be slow. It's going to be crank. It's going to be worn out, isn't it? So you've got to make sure it can, the excursion is nice and healthy and fluid. Yeah, and yeah. I, think it's really, I think it's really interesting. Like, you know, with the breathing, you know, you've been thinking about it is, like, just did that example, how you can't take much breath and actually getting your posture right, the deep breaths you can take in. And just taking those deep breaths can bring a sense of calm and relaxation. And like, you know, so that's really important for people to adjust. And then the other thing you just said about being hunched and the pressure it's putting on the stomach and, you know, not being able, obviously the acids and stuff that that's, again, that's a huge thing for people. And so just an adjustment in their posture, being taller, being more conscious and more aware of mindful of your own posture and, and being in the right position is going to have a real impact. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah absolutely that's absolutely right. right. Yeah, because also when you can't breathe, like you said, you're in poor posture and you can't breathe properly, you induce anxiety, don't you? And the thing is, you know, people with anxiety, it's like if clients come in and say, Claude, I get panic attacks left, right, and center. I've seen my psychologist. I'm on all these crazy drugs, but I feel like crap. I'm still the same. Nothing's helping. And then I just do my angulations, orthopedic testing, and we go through their lifestyle, and it's quite simple. When you, when you actually think about it, there's no specific formula, so to speak. It's just about being your primal, uh, you, you know, your primal being. You know, we're meant to, you know, we're meant to have sex. We're meant to eat meat and vegetables and seasonal things. We're meant to go out, you know, into the sunlight. You know, we're not, we're not designed to actually stay up all night watching movies or going out socializing all the time, you know, because that stimulates stress response and too much stress chronically you know can detract from health 
100%. I'm not saying stay at home, be a hermit, and don't drink. <laughs> you know, but everything is, you know, all about balance, isn't it? Definitely, mate. I think so. And I think what you're saying is, you know, like you said, you know, eat meat, eat veg, eat fresh food, limit your processed food, um, get sunlight, you know, That's right. breathing, get fresh air. They're all real yeah. positive stuff. And if the more good stuff we do, unless it sounds obvious, the more good stuff we do, the less bad stuff we're going to do. Because you're not, because <laughs> you haven't got room for it all. You can't, you know. Um, just they're all good and all bad. It's just no space. And I think that's an interesting, you know, really interesting for people to say that, you know, go and, uh, you know, eat eat the unhealthy food, but eat healthy food first, you know, almost if you do that, because by the time you've eaten your healthy food, you're going to feel great and not want the unhealthy food. So, you know, don't exactly. eliminate stuff, just add healthy food first, see if you need the unhealthy food after. Yeah, yeah, right. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, mate, is there anything else you want to add around posture and stuff or anything on any, any other points? I just got one last point. Um, right. That'd be perfect for the four at four. <laughs> That's right. Um, the thing is, you know, I've mentioned a lot of my clients and how they, you know, called or messaged me, called me, whatever it is, and saying, you know, I've got this problem. Another thing is, is a lot of them uh, have started to sort of panic so to speak as to say look i'm at home how do i stay healthy how, how do i exercise if i'm not with you um the thing uh, also you know that so they're quite worried about that and the thing is when you look on social media um, i follow a lot of trainers i follow the therapists to see what they're doing because you know it's just an interesting way to see it everyone does still do, does the, these crazy workouts like, you know, I counted one personal trainer giving a client, like, I think it was 27 exercises within the hour. And I, it's just crazy. So if you're at home, don't feel that you haven't done your 10,000 steps. Don't feel that you haven't gone to the gym, you know, five days a week. Don't overtrain. It's really important that you don't overtrain because when we're staying at home, like I said, if you feel lethargic and fatigued, we have the psyche of thinking, God, we're lazy, we're gaining weight, so we've got to up our exercise, right? Just do what I said. So prioritize. So get out to the sun, get some good saturated fat from meats, uh, from butter, ghee, coconut oil, things like that, and then do some exercise that gives you energy but leave, also leaves you with energy. Don't deplete yourself. Don't do these crazy CrossFit, you know, box jumps, burpees, you know, skipping for a whole hour it's just ridiculous because if you deplete all your hormones you will get sick and if you will if you get sick you decrease your immunology immunology and then you're more susceptible to diseases or in this case viruses whatever it is so just play intelligently and rest intelligently i think that's that's key that really is and, and just yeah. be careful with all the guys you follow on social media yeah you know i agree I think it's yeah. I think it's great. I think a couple of things there to finish on is brilliant, mate. And I think for, I've said it, said it quite a few people said to clients and stuff, or because social media is now being more used. And I, I do think that you know if you need to have a bit of a clear out, unfollow people if they're if they're when you're yeah. watching something, it's having a negative impact or make you not feel good. Unfollow them, get it out of your way because anything people are doing right now more than so ever, it's got to have a positive impact, you know, um, yeah. because I think. Mentally and physically, we're being stretched, you know, um, being because of what's going on out there and, you know, the impact it's having on people, if it's work, 
work or personal or you know being at home with other people you know other people which is great obviously but it might be that some people it's too much whatever it is yeah you're right it's got to have that it's got to have that um it's got to have that positive impact and i and i say to people with social media so follow less consume less not more and i think as well i mean i actually put something up on sunday just on my workout but you know to, to sort of second echo what you said there is i'll do one day of strength training some weights but again it's just doing a and b series so six exercises maybe eight at maximum you know no longer than 45 minutes and then the other day the next day just getting out and walking and getting fresh air yeah, so maybe train train once and walk once or do something low impact so if someone's thinking about oh how am i structuring it yeah just do that so train one day recover the next with some walking um, which falls in line with you said the vitamin, you know, vitamin D from the sunlight, and um, yeah, 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 just get that balance right. So yeah, people don't you don't have to train every day. It's um, cool, mate. Listen, fantastic, bud. I know um, people get a lot of value from that. How can people find you, mate? What you got going on? I always leave it. You know, it's, it's a podcast. I'll leave it in the show notes, and obviously, people can connect with you at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so my website's uh, claudesargent.com. Uh, uh, so C-L-A-U-D-S-T-R-J-E-A-N-T. Um, if you've got questions about anything, you can email me. Um, or you can find me on Instagram, which is quite simply Claude Sargent. Um, or if you follow Ollie, uh, you know, we're obviously mutual, uh, mutual friends. Yeah, just drop me a line. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you know someone that would get value from it, then please share the podcast with them. And if you enjoyed the episode, then if you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast platform you use, be hugely grateful. And we're really passionate about reaching and helping as many people as possible. I've also got two free support groups for anyone that's looking to get more, yeah, more help, more support, more knowledge just around fitness and business and mindset. One's on Facebook, one's on WhatsApp. The WhatsApp group is specifically if you run a business or in business or aspiring to start a business. Um, They both run in the same way in terms of advice and support, um, podcast clips, interviews, lives, uh, loads of different features we're going to cover. The only difference, the WhatsApp group, it will be more interactive with the instant messaging process. So there'll be uh, other business owners just sharing, talking, advising and helping each other on that. If you just want to connect or reach out to me or discuss anything I've covered on this podcast or previous episodes, then you can connect with me on socials, Oliver Burquez. My main one is LinkedIn. I'd love to connect and have a conversation with you. If you want to email me, you can email me on oliver at 4dfit.co.uk. And that's the number four. Once again, thank you for listening. And I look forward to checking in with you at the next episode.